Let's be honest. Have you ever like gone through a day where you did everything and you thought, holy cow, I'm an amazingly sane person. Are you gun crazy? It's hard to tell. I'm Scott Ott with Bill Whittle and Stephen Green. This episode of Right Angle brought to you by the members at BillWhittle.com. If you're watching us anywhere but there, please give us a thumbs up, share it, like it, do whatever you have to do to make sure the rest of the world knows about this. Uh, gentlemen, this is going to be honestly a very loose time together. Um, and it's just really in reaction to a frustration that I've had in listening to news stories in recent weeks. The latest breaking news on this is that there are some members of Congress who have reached a bipartisan agreement on some basic things that are aimed at reducing so-called gun violence. Uh, we know that that is actually people violence, and people can use all kinds of ways of doing that. But in any case, that's what they call it. And uh, one of the tools that seems to be broadly accepted across the political spectrum um, is that we should make sure that we don't let um, mentally deranged people get guns. So basically, let's keep the crazies away from the guns so therefore we don't have any of these shootings. And it's it seems like it, it's not a political thing on that. Like everybody agrees with that. But I heard something recently, Stephen Green, uh, that indicated that there are a lot of people who would be considered crazy if we did this on a national level based on some statistics from the state level, like many, many thousands of people. And when I heard that statistic, Steve, my first thought was, well, yeah, that's a lot of crazy people. And I know the one the people who are arguing in favor of this idea are saying, well, see how many guns we kept out of the hands of crazy people. And then I thought, you know, Steve, no matter how bad the so-called epidemic of gun violence gets, there are not thousands and thousands and thousands of mass shootings every year. So most of those people never would have harmed anybody, especially with a gun. Uh, Steve, are, are Republicans going along to get along in the case of this? Or is this a good idea that we should be screening for crazy? Oh, <laughs> bipartisan most of the time is just a word for an idea so stupid that both parties can agree to it. Um, <laughs> uh, slightly more serious. So you got that going for you, which is good. Yeah, slightly more seriously, although I, I think I was pretty serious about that comment. Um, I have such mixed feelings about uh, the how we treat mental health issues that it just drives me crazy. Um, on the one hand, you think about the uh, the extremes we've seen in this country. I'm not just talking about the Soviet Union where, you know, they said you must be crazy if you're against the party and put dissidents into, into uh, asylums that were basically punishment. You know, they're awful prisons and they were abused half to death. Um, but you think about what was done in this country by well-meaning people uh, or those uh, Victorian asylums, you know, uh, forced. Um, oh, this is one that scares the hell out of me. And I can't remember the name of Caesar, but where they they spike your brain and divide your lobes. Uh, lobotomy. lobotomy. Thank you. All, Front, frontal lobot prefrontal, prefrontal lobotomy. Just terrible, terrible things done in the name of mental health. On the other extreme, we have very obviously uh, drug addicted or mentally deranged people who live outdoors and peddle their wares in state sponsored opium flea market or opioid flea markets in cities like San Francisco and Los Angeles. Somewhere in between, there's got to be something where we can actually 
treat, take off the streets, uh, confine for their protection, society's protection, those people who are actually a danger to themselves. I just don't know where to draw that line. I'm not sure anybody does. It's, as I said, it's one of those issues that just drives me crazy because where, where do you find a good answer for that? Um, I do know this though. When it comes to rights, you can't deprive somebody of their rights without due process. Uh, that is, I mean, the whole Constitution is due process. It's how we do things in a legal, correct, and constitutional manner. Um, and, and let's have a little perspective here. And it's about the power of the state. And due process is about limiting the power of the state. Andrew Cuomo, Governor Andrew Cuomo, when he was when he was governor of New York, killed more people with one executive order forcing sick people into nursing homes in 2020 than all of the school shooters combined. So the danger here isn't individuals and all of our wacky thoughts that all of us have isn't individuals having guns. The danger here is state power. And that is the place where so many Washington Republicans get lost. They forget that maybe they believe the right things. Maybe they say the right things. Maybe they campaign on the right things. But when they increase government power to take rights away from people without due process, then they are the baddies. Bill Whittle, it seems like there are two major threads that you hear among people who knew the mass shooter, whatever that incident was, you know, over the over the years. Um, after some horrendous crime like that happens, afterward you hear some people going, oh, he seemed like such a nice guy, you know, or and then you hear these other people going, oh, well, we knew there was something wrong with him. But it always strikes me that uh, we, it, the people who knew something was wrong with him apparently didn't know enough to prevent the incident. And so one way or the other, whether you knew or you didn't know, there's really zero impact on the eventuality of what happens. And Bill, in our backstage episode, which is available for members only at BillWhittle.com, you you basically raise the important question that it comes down to, because I know government officials are going to brag if they manage to pass this about how many thousands of crazy people they prevented from getting dangerous weapons. And yet the question comes down to what is the measure and who decides? Which is why if, if uh, we were governed by angels, we would have no, none of these problems, but we're not. We're governed by other people. And so the decision on who's crazy enough to not have a gun will be in the hands of somebody who's a politician. And, and that's a theoretical argument, the 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 core argument, the, the moral argument is, is the entire basis of our society is the presumption of innocence. That is what essentially separates uh, America, really British, uh, uh, from from the rest of the world. British American jurisprudence is based on the presumption of innocence, and. And the price of the presumption of innocence, as used to be taught all the time when I was a boy, is that it is better to let a guilty person go free than put an innocent person in jail. We we accept as the values that this country is based upon, the idea of unjust punishment is worse than the idea of unpunished evil. And so... When you talk about things like these so-called red flag laws, what you're basically doing is you're administering the punishment, you're administering the sentence and the and the and the and the, and the, the loss of your constitutional rights. 
before you've done anything wrong, before you've committed any crimes. Uh, if anybody doesn't see the potential misuse of this kind of thing, you can watch my episode this week because pretty clear what, what the government can do when, when they decide they want to do something. Um, on a practical level, uh, well, first of all, Steve's point is right. I mean, if you really want to if you really want to reduce the number of crazy people and assaults and, and so on, just come to L.A. and drive around for half an hour. Now, these people are not people who are these people are not when I talk about this kind of thing. This is different than a screening test, right? I'm not saying you should screen people for insanity or homelessness, but I am saying that if somebody is defecating out in the middle of the street, chances are pretty good that this person, they have essentially provided probable cause, right? But ultimately, Scott, it's like, it's like saying, well, we should, by that standard, we should have a professional driving test and, and test reaction times and your ability to corner in the rain and so on to prevent the number of highway fatalities by drivers who are not as good drivers as other people. You are innocent in this country until proven guilty. And, and this idea of, of pre-punishment is the road to perdition. Uh, in so many ways that I that I really just can't count them. But ultimately, as my dad taught me when I was a boy, my father hated Nazis. He went to Germany to fight them. And, and, and when they marched in Skokie and he said they have to let them do that, I was just gobsmacked by it. You know, it's, what? He said, Bill, the problem with the, the problem with saying these people can march or have speech the, and those can't is that it ultimately comes down to one person making the decision. Somebody is going to decide who has rights and who doesn't. And anything that's based on that, I'm against. And I thought, wow, that makes sense to me. It makes sense to me today. Well, I think by doing this episode, I've branded myself as the kind of crazy person who shouldn't be allowed to own a firearm because what kind of crazy guy says that crazy people should not have to be screened out of purchasing firearms? I mean, that's just nuts. But we have a tendency to look backward on things and think that we would know looking forward. So, you know, it's this idea that description is prescription, that somehow we can go back and say, well, you know, this guy was clearly showing signs of insanity, should never have been allowed to purchase that gun. Um, And then looking forward, we say, okay, so anybody who shows these kind of signs, well, I don't know what kind of signs, my friend. I mean, you who are watching me right now, ever been on any kind of medication to help moderate your mood in any way? Did you ever, did you ever lose control of your emotions? Did you ever go to counseling? Did you ever, you know, do something that uh, in hindsight, you thought, wow, that was crazy. I mean, frankly, let's be honest. Have you ever like gone through a day where you did everything and you thought, holy cow, I'm an amazingly sane person. <laughs> I've got such a grip on everything that, that it's just smooth sailing for me. You know, we think that because we didn't do something that we couldn't do something. It's why we insist on referring to people who commit heinous crimes as animals because we can't accept that they're our species. We can't acknowledge the fact that there, but for the grace of God, go I. But we also can't look forward and say, oh, well, yeah, that guy's a little off. I think we should definitely keep uh, sharp objects out of his hands and definitely guns. I certainly wouldn't want to give a gun to that guy. How many people will they have to screen out in this gigantic dragnet before they're able to eliminate mass shootings? I don't 
think it's possible. And as Bill or Steve pointed out in, in our backstage episode, um, even if you don't legally sell guns to people, people can get guns. <laughs> Heck, people can make guns now. And crazy people aren't just like foaming at the mouth, defecating in the street and shaking their head like a crazy Looney Tunes character. A lot of crazy people are pretty sane in everyday life. Some of the most notorious mass killers in history were cold-blooded, stoic people who could reason carefully and write well. And so just this insane idea that you're going to stop insane people from getting weapons and therefore you're going to stop them from shooting people is not the way to approach it. And prosecuting people as criminals or judging them as criminals in their pre-criminal state is not the way to approach it. I mean, just watch the show Person of Interest sometime with Jim Caviezel. It's an old series and it's this computer where they've come up with an algorithm that's able to determine people who are going to commit crimes in advance and so they have to head them off at the pass. That seemed nuts when you're watching the TV show. Not so crazy now. And frankly, we need to shake free the minds of some of these people in um, Washington, D.C., who are on our side of the fence, who somehow think, well, yeah, this would be a good measure. This makes it look like we're doing something. And my goodness, I'd like to go home and, and brag to the residents of my district of how I stop so many crazy people from getting their hands on guns. You cannot do it. You should not do it. And the real problem with humans isn't guns, and frankly, it's not even mental illness. Humans do bad things sometimes, and it doesn't happen all at once either. That's the other crazy, like you just think, oh, I'm going to find a guy. Well, that guy's crazy, so we got to stop him right now. It's little by little by little, and next thing you know, you're doing something that you never thought you would do and you shouldn't have done, and once it's over, it's too late. So I know this sounds like a crazy rant on my part, but I hope it's shaken free a few brain cells in our audience so that we can consider the possibility that maybe there's no real way to anticipate in advance who's going to do such things and stripping the freedoms from thousands of Americans who will never do such things is not the solution to any problem. For Bill Whittle and Stephen Green, I'm Scott Ott. Thanks to the members at BillWhittle.com for making Right Angle possible. 